everybody. It's Microphones of Madness. I'm Rodney. Over there, Steve. Neil before Zod. I mean Thanos. I mean Rashad Ghoul. I mean... That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Infinity War opened in theaters this weekend. So we decided that it would be great to talk about the Infinity Gauntlet miniseries from back in 1991. Yes. What are the credits on this one, Steve? Jim Starlin is the writer. George Perez and Ron Lim share penciling duty. Anchors are Joseph Rubenstein, Tom Christopher, Bruce N. Solotov, Mike Witherby, Jack Morelli does the lettering, and I can go on and on, but you know, you right. don't care about any of that shit besides Jim Starlin, George Perez, and Ron Lim. Yeah. Now, see, it's nice to see a lettering credit because this was still back in the days when comics were hand lettered. And hand colored. And hand colored. <laughs> it's yeah. not like colored by Comicosmos. So if you have not been living under a rock for the past year, uh, you know the basic premise of the Infinity Gauntlet. A cosmic super villain, I suppose, named Thanos gets his hands on the, how many of them, five Infinity There's, Stones? Uh, six. Six Infinity Stones. So, Infinity Stones in the comic. Or are they gems? They're gems in the comic, stones in the Marvel pictures. It doesn't matter. Eh, it's, They're MacGuffins either way. Right. The, the power rocks. Yes. They are. They control. Each one controls an aspect of reality, including the reality. So there's what? Soul, power, reality. Uh, mind, time. Yeah. And one more. Space. Yes, space. The final. Right. There's a space stone and a reality stone. Something, some, something tells me that they really didn't plan that out too well. No, well, <laughs> Jim Starlin's a hack. Um, no. What was that? Jim Starlin's a hack? <laughs> I, did I say that? We'll get into that. I don't know, that, that sudden coughing fit sounded remarkably like Jim Starlin's a hack. Yeah, I really like George Perry. Oh, yeah, we we've, uh, <laughs> we shouted him out. Um, I love a, George Perry. I, actually, I think we cut out that section, but we shouted him out for his work on Teen Titans a couple episodes ago. Yes. Anyway, so, um, yes, yeah, so they get these all-powerful stones. Each controls an aspect of reality. Um, each is supposed to be... Uh, possessed by one one elder being. So you have people like the collector has one, and uh, the in betweener has one, Th and that kind of thing, right? So right. you have these cosmic entities, each have one, none of which really know the true nature of the stone. Fine. Um, in a in a previous miniseries called Thanos's Quest, he it's really boring because he just basically with Zero conflict gets all the stuff. Right. It, it's, but, it's, but isn't it also revealed that, that the, the stones are like physical manifestations of a an ancient yes. god's power? Yes. Lord, and he just died? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's very similar to Norse mythology. We have this ultimate being who is everything and everything is him or it. And uh, it becomes lonely. So it creates... Um, what we know is a race of demons, mm -hmm. and these demons, um, because this entity encompasses everything, and there was no dichotomy be between good and evil, uh, when he created them, they became evil, so he destroyed them, right? Then it grew lonely and bored, so it committed suicide. And the stones are, are the uh remnants of its its being and the universe we live in is basically the corpse of this dead deity mm -hmm. very much like the beginning of, of norse mythology which is also sentient because what we live in is eternity right <laughs> who shows up who shows up well eternity always shows up in these marvel limited series things kovac showed up in mm -hmm. kovac which is my personal favorite of them. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, I digress. Always, always loved it when Eternity showed up because, okay, how are you talking to Eternity? Right. Well, because Etern and, when Eternity manifests before you, you're just standing in a blank panel. <laughs> that's right. 
looking at the the way they draw eternity the way it's depicted in marvel comics is fantastic though it is just like bald guy who um who is enshrouded in shadows with stars in them mm-hmm. the, back, and, and, the backdrop it, of the universe is his body yes so it's, it's really cool how they do that and it kind of gets across what they're trying to to show him as or it as right i'm saying him but really these are cosmic entities they're it's right so the premise of the story is that the silver surfer races to earth to warn all of earth's mightiest heroes tagline alert uh, that thanos now is a full-fledged god yeah he crashes to um Doctor Strange's house. Right. Right through his big window. Mm-hmm. His cool window. The string. The famous window. Yes. And uh, convinces Strange, who, who, for being, like, the Sorcerer Supreme, is pretty, like, not really informed as to what's going on in the cosmos that he's supposedly watching. <laughs> because the Silver Surfer comes by and is like, we're fucked. And... I did not know. Yes. <laughs> Oh, well, I did not know that. And um, through some mystical connection, um, he, Stephen Strange decides to believe the surfer. It's, it's a, a connection with Adam Warlock who comes later. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you believe the surfer because the surfer's the surfer and everyone loves the surfer. And surfer doesn't show up and, to warn you unless he's really there to warn you. Yeah, because, I mean, the, sur- the, sur- the silver surfer has the power cosmic. I mean, he can hold his own. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's he, he I mean world. Right. The silver <laughs> surfer himself is a bit of a godlike being. Well, yeah, I mean, he he his job before he became a hero was to soften up worlds for Galactus to eat. Right. It's like <laughs> he was Galactus sous chef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. Now so Captain America, well, Doctor Strange starts bringing together Earth's heroes. Yes. Um, and while he's in the process of doing that, Thanos is trying to woo death. Yeah, we get a little bit of the backstory as to why we even care who has the reins to the universe. Because really, on our level, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Because, you know... Meet the new boss, same as the old boss, right? Right. Unfortunately, Thanos, who's actually had this kind of power twice before we find out, mm-hmm. uh, from the Cosmic Cube and some other thing. It might have been enough two Cosmic Cube incidents. Um, he, all of his life, he has been a follower of death, who is personified as a woman in, in uh, I guess, both DC and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um. And he had been dead, and she resurrected him to do her to do one thing, <laughs> and then and then she was his. Um, she would allow him to be hit, her consort, and that is to annihilate half the living population of the universe mm-hmm. because she feels slighted that there are more living people than there have ever been dead people. Right. So she wants to increase her own population size. Right. Over she- her domain. Right, she she wants she wants her due, not taking into a, into account that everything that lives is going to die, so these people are going to die anyway. Mm-hmm. It's more <laughs> of an wants, immediate gratification. Yeah, she, she wants a now. Unfortunately, <laughs> Thanos has been taking his sweet time, and by the time between the time that he's tasked with this, which happens in um in Silver Surfer comics, mm-hmm. and what's going on here. Like a year and a half has passed in uh in in reality, mm-hmm. like our like that's how many issues have gone on between then and now, and uh, half the population of the universe could have died at that time. Right. So I, I just I have a problem with this premise because you know death should know that everything that lives is going to die eventually, so she's going to get her due anyway. Uh, so I really I think. Well, Death never actually says it herself. Uh, she doesn't in, in, in Silver Surf. Well, she doesn't. Her her surrogate does. Right. Her surrogate is saying all this stuff. So Death doesn't speak. Right. Never does. Thanos decides to go off and be Thanos. 
and go, ah, yes, I look at me. I've got the Infinity Gauntlet. Doesn't it fit my hand perfectly? Yes, it sure and, does. And he spends time, like, um, you know, having beer with Mephisto and, you know, creating giant stone letters that say God just so he can tear them down. Yes. It's all very existential. Um, but back on Earth, the shit is hitting the fan because um, the Avengers are familiar with um, Thanos and what he can do. Yep. Uh, Thanos is a Silver Surfer villain or, you know, for all intents and purposes, became a Silver Surfer villain. Right. He started out as a... Um... As an Avengers villain. Right. But at this point, um, he, he was revived in Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. So now um, you have these, you have the cosmic people, Silver Surfer, Doc Strange, and the world saving people, the Avengers, um, are starting to freak out a little bit because, um, you know, having the Mad God, um, an actual, the Mad Titan as a god is mm-hmm. bad. And yeah. he does carry out his, his promise, and half the people in the universe die. They just disappear. They're unpeople. They're they're gone. They don't like slump over and they're dead. They're not there. They and just cease to exist. Mary Jane Watson gone. The entire Fantastic Four gone. <laughs> not half the Fantastic Four, just the entire Fantastic Four. I guess right. like they were all redundant. Right. Uh, you know, a bunch of X-Men are gone. So you could probably really by figuring out who is left to uh, partake in this, you can probably figure out who at the time was popular. Mm-hmm. Because well, uh, I mean, you've got your you've got your standard stable of characters. Um, whether or not Doctor Strange was popular at the time, well, you, you couldn't really need, tell the story without him. Yeah, you kind of needed. Um, but yeah, you didn't really need the Fantastic Four because you had the Silver Surfer, right? Uh, but you have uh, Hulk is still there. Cap is still there. A Thor is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the Avengers that make it, huh? Uh, sh- let's see. The Avengers that make it. Find the cover here. Right. Uh, you got Thor. She Hulk. No, she she's one of the casualties. Oh no, she did. Yeah, she she dies. She's in the beginning, but then she dies. Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom makes it. Of course, Doctor Doom makes it. Doctor Doom's awesome. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's a list of all the dead heroes that do not make it. I, I if you want me to go off, because they are definitely a um, plethora of who gives a shit. Okay, go for it. Archangel. Yeah, nobody cares. Beast. I like uh, Beast, but I don't think he was very popular. Right, and and really, I, I preferred I preferred Beast when he was in the Avengers. Yeah. Uh, Black Cat. Black Panther. Hmm. Box. I got nothing. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck Box is. Dagger, Daredevil, Diamond Lil, Firestar, Guardian, Hawkeye, Hercules, Human Torch, Iceman, One Invisible Woman, uh, Makari, Marvel Boy, Marvel Girl, Mr. Fantastic, Night Thrasher, North Star, Power Man, Puck, Quicksilver, Sasquatch, Cersei, Shaman Thing, U.S. Agent, Vindicator, Wasp, Windshield. They killed all the black superheroes in the right. Marvel Universe. Interesting. They killed North Star. <laughs> they killed... I don't know if he if he was out at the time. Mm, I, I just don't know that. Anyway, so that's a list of, of the heroes that will not be appearing in, in this. Right, and there, there are many, many more. That's just, I think, the um, Avengers <laughs> roster. Well, that's the Avengers Fantastic Four and X-Men. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Alpha Flight. And Alpha Flight. So, the, yeah. And that's uh, your list of Sir not appearing in this film. Yes. Uh, and I understand something of this magnitude, because it does get, like, big. Mm-hmm. It gets very big. You can't have every single character. It, that will just bog it down. Right. Um, even even things that did do that, like uh, some of the stuff that Alex Ross was involved in, Marvels and uh, Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm felt bogged down at points because you had to get everything in there. Right. Which a few years before, about what was it? Five years before infinity gauntlet, uh, we had crisis on infinite earths. Oh yeah. Which was like, bogged down. right. It was like all the main superheroes on the roster plus mm-hmm. multiple incarnations from other earths of those same heroes. 
Right. So you had three flashes, seven Superman. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it gets ridiculous. You have to pare it down. And and I know. And speaking of George Perez, didn't he? Um, I, I think he worked on that. that. George Perez has a has a habit of of signing on to these big mega events and then quitting in the middle because they suck. <laughs> he really does. he doesn't like the direction they go in, so he's just like fuck it. I'm George Perez. Fuck you. I'm gonna go work on another a small title for a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Captain America gets everybody who's around together. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Adam Warlock has a has a plan that he's not bringing anybody in on. Right now, what? That, that, here's a who the fuck is Adam Warlock? Right. You have to read these the Silver Surfer prelude comics to even get a hint of who the fuck Adam Warlock is. So Adam Warlock was this uh, artificial intelligence created on Earth uh, who the people that created him decided was getting too powerful and he escaped his bonds and um, joined up with Thanos and they were allies for a while and then became enemies and Thanos killed him and he was banished to the Soul Stone mm-hmm. along with Gamora. And uh, Pip the Troll, who are the, the this trio that show up, and you're like, who the fuck are these people? Right. Now, you have Adam Warlock is kind of um, a Jesus figure. He's he's definitely the leader, the savior. He knows, mm-hmm. he's, knows Thanos the best, and he has a plan. But for drama, drama, he doesn't tell anybody what the plan is. Right. And the plan is very Machiavellian. Mm-hmm. Right. So his his plan is a twofold level of attack. He assembles all of Earth's heroes, and he only picks heroes from Earth primarily. Mm-hmm. And okay, you guys are going to do a frontal assault. Meanwhile, he's like, "I'll be right back. I go go talk. I got to go see a man about a horse." Right. And he goes and assembles a majority of the cosmic beings of the Marvel universe. All the all the ones everybody knows. Right. The big, um, Eternity, Galactus, the Celestials. Right, the remaining celestials, chaos and order, the in betweener, love and hate, game master, all these guys, Aeon, yeah, and all, Quasar. Uh, which, as you know, I'm like, who the fuck is Quasar and why the fuck is he in this book? Yeah, <laughs> Quasar is a Captain Marvel replacement, <laughs> yeah, he had his own series at this point. Mm-hmm. Yay, Quasar. Mm-hmm. Team. Um, he also singles out the Hulk, who is at this point uh, Smart Hulk. Right. Not Gray Hulk, Smart Hulk, but not the Fixer Hulk, but Smart Hulk. Um, it's like Banner's intelligence and Hulk's personality. Right. Yeah. And, and, and personality. He's a little, little bit more. But his fashion sense is stuck in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> There's, there are these great. Um, Marvel Comics presents a Wolverine. I can't remember which, where Wolverine's in Matapur and the Hulk is in Matapur, and Wolverine just keeps on fucking with him. Mm-hmm. It's great. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, he pulls aside Wolverine and the Hulk, and he's like, Look, this is going to get hairy, and you guys are the best at what you do, blah, blah, blah. If you get a kill shot, take it. Right. Because, because I know, I know everybody other, else. All these other heroes got this no kill code, right? But I know you guys are willing to do the deed, right? So, Meanwhile, but right before that, the Hulk and Wolverine have a have a moment. Yeah, they have a heart to heart. I never really liked you. Blah, blah, blah. I never really liked you, but I respect, but I respect you. you. Yeah, that's definitely one of those. We we know each other better than most. We scrapped a few times. <laughs> Yes, and uh, one was it She Hulk who freaks out? One of them freaks out when they're in the same room. They're like, "Oh my god, the Hulk!" Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> don't Hulk. get those two together. Oh my god! Right, and the Hulk's drinking. He's like, "We try calling the Hulk, but he's pissed off because he got kicked out of the Avengers." <laughs> no. And Captain America's like, "Well, if he wants to come help with this, we'll, we'll he could be back in the Avengers." Right. It, it's it's. It's almost, but not quite that. No, no, no. I, I like you better than Banner. <laughs> You're the one that like, Banner's all like, ooh, I'm smart. <laughs> almost, but not quite. So so Warlock has this plan, and the plan 
nobody can figure it out. But we get we get everybody there. I mean, even Cloak shows up. Yeah. And he's like, I don't even know why I'm here. He's just missing Dagger. Right. We do get that spectacular um, cameo from Moon Knight. Yeah, what the fuck was that? (laughs) (laughs) Where Moon Knight is looking out over the city. As it burns. And he's like, I just saved the city from burning. Why is it burning? I'm so powerless. And that's the last time you see Moon Knight. Yeah. Period. There you go. And then, you know, Cloak kind of has the same, I don't know why I'm here. And Spider-Man's just like, go with the flow. This happens to me all the time. Just just do what you're good at. He'll be cool. And it's true, because Spider-Man gets pulled into the, all this shit all the time. Well, he does, because he's popular. Spider-Man is always because, popular. He's well, always yeah. been like Marvel's cash cow. So, yeah, Spider-Man's yeah. going to be there. Yeah, a, a, a lot of people don't realize this, is that the Avengers are really the second-tier group of heroes. And that's true. They always have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, until like recently when, you know, the Avengers are like everything. Yeah. Until, until Marvel cinematic universe, it was always um, the second tier heroes. And when those heroes became popular, like, uh, like when Iron Man got his own series outside of tales of suspense mm-hmm. and all that, they, they left the Avengers the base, switch the roster up. And they and you got Captain America leading uh, Quicksilver, the Scarlet Witch, and fucking Hawkeye, who was a villain until that point. Right, Hawkeye is also sir not appearing in this comic. Yeah, he he was. I like Hawkeye, but I like I like eighties nineties Hawkeye. Right. So the heroes they they they're waiting around until the appointed time. Adam Warlock's running around doing his thing. And meanwhile, Thanos is still, I've done everything she's asked. Why won't she pay attention to me? Yeah, I am involuntarily celibate. Yeah, Thanos is definitely ready to run a van into some people because he ain't getting laid. And so what does he do? He snaps his fingers and creates Lady Thanos. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially, the perfect woman for him, which is a female version of him. Right. Buff. Except she doesn't have chin wrinkles. She doesn't have the the scroll chin wrinkle thing happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, she actually, uh, and I, I doubt it is um, on purpose, but she does kind of look a little bit like Nebula. Yeah, she does. Speaking of Nebula, he thinks that Death would get a kick out of him raising his deceased daughter from the dead, leaving her as a shambling walking corpse. Yes. Now, and, this uh, actually happened in the Silver Surfer. Um, comic. Mm-hmm. So the backstory on that is Nebula, when Thanos died, Nebula took over his space pirate fleet. Mm-hmm. And she was queen shit. Um, when he comes back, he kills her. He sets her on fire. And one of her crew, who's loyal to her, um, after the ship's fire control system puts her out, fire suppressant system puts her out, uh, saves her. And keeps her alive until Thanos discovers it, kills him, and then decides that she's great as a work of art. Um, I'm assuming that this was written three, what, like two or three years after Batman came out, the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker in that movie. Yeah. Anyway, he thinks that this is going to impress death because, you know, she's liminal. She's between life and death then. Grotesque, but uh, nope, she's still giving him cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. And here's Mephisto, and Mephisto is always great in everything because he never directly confronts anyone. <laughs> Mephisto is like the true hero of this. <laughs> M- Mephisto is one of those devils that was created at, at the beginning, mm-hmm. and he is Marvel's version of quote unquote the devil. Yeah, he's uh, a Mephistopheles kind of the Mephist. Um, he takes on like the Grima worm tongue to uh, Sara to Saruman. Mm-hmm. He's like a, the flatterer, and he he subtle, subtly manipulates Thanos like in a in a very like Iago-ish kind of way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always saying, "Well, perhaps she just doesn't understand where your motivations are coming from." You haven't actually done what you set out you were going to do. And his whole plan is to obviously to grab the Infinity Gauntlet for himself. Right. 
because right. because everyone knows who's dealt with Thanos that his ego always ends up defeating him. Yes, that that is Adam War. That's the crux of Adam Warlock's plan. Mm-hmm. It's also the crux of Mephisto's plan. Yes. So it, they there are many flaws in in this, but Mephisto is certainly not one of them. I like Mephisto a lot. Yeah. Um. So while he's trying to entertain Death, while he's trying to woo her with his how despicable he is, how evil he is. Mephisto's just the, there the entire time. Right. But Pro- that's, that's the interesting thing about this is that he, Thanos, <clears throat> sees death as being the ultimate evil. Yes. And death is not evil. Death no. is just death. Death is just a fact of life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there. The, 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 the thing is that this death um, comes across as evil because she manifests herself sometimes as a cloaked skull, mm-hmm. this skeletal figure, or, you know, a, a human female with a skull head. And she, she looks the part. She looks evil. And there's definitely, you got to admit, there's like this, like, this uh, gothic feel to, to the right. character. Um, whereas you look at DC's death, who, very similar concept. Death of the Endless. Yeah, but she's a little bit more... Um, perky goth. Yeah, perky goth, I guess. You know, uh, you have a ministry versus um, Dead Can Dance. <laughs> but Thanos decides that, you know, while I'm trying to woo death, I'm going to take out all my old grudges. So he goes and he just transports Eros off of Titan. Right. And devises all sorts of, like, strange tortures yeah, he tortures his family and shit. It's it's very similar to um to the downfall of Doom in in um, Secret Wars. It, it's got that kind of their hubris and their 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 humanity is is their uh, undoing of their godhood. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, it was um it was it was Doom's vanity in that 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 brought about his losing his power. And in this, it's you know, it's it's similar it's thanos's hubris right so you, because he, he can't be an impartial um cosmic being no he, he holds his grudges and he takes them with him right and he uses his power to do something about those grudges right so the time has finally come for all the heroes of the marvel universe to attack yes to arms and uh big big spoiler here everyone dies Yes, everyone dies. Sometimes in really gruesome, cool ways. Yeah, it was. Speaking of everyone dies, Iron Man is killed. Yay! And they kind of they they make it kind of interesting because you, it's a background thing, right? The Lady Thanos is fighting with Iron Man, and you see, I forget, I think he was talking to Captain America um, at the time, and you see Iron Man's helmet bounce across the back of the screen uh, back of the panel and then she's holding it later and very very subtly someone had drew in little drops of blood coming out of the helmet so Tony Stark got his head ripped off I don't mind that no but I think it was very cleverly done I'm a hater and to because this was a this was a mainline comic book at the time you know you don't draw a lot of gore and stuff in there you don't have no you had the comics Authority. Yeah. Well, um, I think lot, they kind of ignored those, but still, it was one of those things that you just didn't draw that kind of, you know, the, have those sort of things happen. Yeah, a lot of these deaths happen um, in brilliant flashes of splash light, so you don't get to see the gore and everything. Right. But, like, but uh, those who do die on camera die in particularly gruesome ways. Like She-Hulk. It's kind of funny. She-Hulk and Namor die um, by this fungus Mm-hmm. And he implants on them, which is very reminiscent of what Namor did to the Fantastic Four in their first annual. Yeah. So I, I wonder if like that was like a bit of bit of irony planned, or if they just used the idea or whatever. Right. And uh, Cyclops gets his head imprisoned inside of a cube of force. Yep. And just suffocates. Wolverine actually tags Thanos. Um, because mm-hmm. it's Wolverine, goddammit. Right, in the, narr- the narrative panels, no one expected 
this one of all the people present. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and the reason why they're all able to get their shots in is because Mephisto convinces Thanos that he cannot impress the lady if he just snaps his fingers and they all die. He has to like look like he's working. So he suppresses his godhood mm-hmm. to allow them what was like a 0.5% chance of winning. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> right on, guy. You're great. <laughs> and and for Wolverine's trouble, he's turned to rubber. <laughs> yes. Um, I think the last one is the last one standing is Cap, isn't he? Yep. The last hero standing is Cap. Which I always thought was kind of cool that they have like a guy who's like completely non-powered at all. Mm-hmm. That's Captain America. Just he's just the peak of human potential. He always seems to be the guy who makes it through to the end. Right. And it's like, look, dude, I know you're God, but I'm Captain Fucking America. Right. I'm still gonna stand straight up and look you straight in the eye. Tell you <laughs> you're I'm, about to lose, pal, even I'm, though he's the last one. <laughs> right. And I uh, wonder, I wonder how much of the later Batman, you know, that that whole you know master tactician scares everybody sort of thing, comes from that from Captain that America. Yeah, but Cap never came across as psychopathic. No. Whereas when they started doing with that with Batman, they kind of made him into like a, a mild psychopath. Right. Well, they kind of made him into a mild psychopath because they had to differentiate him from Captain America. Well, because Captain, Captain America, attitude-wise, is Superman. Yeah. Except he's Superman with Batman's right. skill set. Son, you're going to put that stereo back. You're going to report yourself to your local precinct. And if I see you around here again after 7 o'clock, I'm going to beat the living tar out of you. And it's, yes, sir, Captain America, sir. <laughs> <laughs> We're asked with Batman, it's like, punk. <laughs> Pow! Oh, you're gonna turn yourself in. Pow! I don't give a damn about the stereo. Pow! Don't show your face in my town again. And then, if it was like the early '80s, the guy might get a job with the Wayne Foundation, mm-hmm. <laughs> but not past Frank Miller, right? <laughs> so <clears throat> this whole fight is a big sham. It's a big setup. So they have they have the Silver Surfer waiting in the um, in the wings, and as soon as Thanos is ready to smite Captain America, Silver Surfer takes off to grab the gauntlet. That's his part of the plan. That's that's his part of the first. Mm-hmm. Of course, it doesn't work. Um, he misses. Right, because Thanos decides that you know what I'm tired of playing this fucking game. Right, he puts his he he brings up his cosmic awareness. Knows that the surfer is coming, looks at him, ducks, and then Captain America socks him in the jaw. And then Thanos backhands him and breaks his neck. (laughs) (laughs) Worm. But but still, Captain America, this is obviously pre Hail Hydra Captain America. Right. Captain America. Okay. Now, all in the jaw. Now, all of this was yet another ruse to buy mm-hmm. time for the next phase of the plan, the true plan. Right. Throw all the other most powerful beings in the Marvel Universe at him. Yes. Um, which, which isn't really the true plan. That's just phase two. That's phase two, right. But, um, and I don't know why they ever do this. I don't know why they don't just all hogpile on him and decide to just crush him at once, but it never works out like that. They all fight them one on one, or you know, in, in their duality teams like Long Chaos, fight them at the same time, mm-hmm. and uh, it, just, it, doesn't, it just doesn't work, right? So, he uses his co- vast cosmic powers, he imprisons all these primal forces of um, the universe, and then eternity itself shows up, yes, and says, I've had enough of your this ass. Is, this is my reality. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can't just go tinkering with me. Right. <laughs> and you, in that encounter, you get the classic eternity is on the panel. So this island of stone floating out in space becomes 
an island of stone floating in a white panel. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and, until eternity loses, and then you have the island of stone floating in space with the cosmic beings um, trapped above it, mm-hmm. and then you see the um, the starscape, and then the um, the noir like um, negative space of Thanos is the universe now, mm-hmm. and he he um, he wins and and becomes everything right unfortunately he forgot to dissolve his body (laughs) and so his body is sitting there defenseless right next to his poor tortured granddaughter who's got more than a little bit of an axe to grind yes nebula grabs the gauntlet right off of his lifeless hand and uh there's a new cosmic entity in town (laughs) (laughs) yeah so if the Marvel Universe dying was too dramatic for you, Nebula undoes the entire thing yes. by saying, I wish everything went back to the way it was 24 hours ago. So everything is reset. Yes. Including Nebula's burned and desiccated corpse. Yes. Which Thanos goes, ha ha, you're an idiot. It's like, no, even even a desiccated corpse could think our way out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 definitely that was the time to just grab it back instead of um say I'm gonna grab it back. <laughs> but yeah. So here here we find out where this is Thanos does it all the time. He sabotages his own success. Mm-hmm. Which we can we can relate to that. Right. But now it's 24 hours earlier, and uh the only difference between then and now is um Nebula's got supreme power right which is worse for some reason because uh nebula's not as disciplined as thanos was Mm -hmm. and uh but that lack of discipline is exactly what adam warlock was planning on yes and mephisto because they both thought mephisto thought he would be able to get the gauntlet away from nebula yes but warlock knew that getting it in the hands of someone who was less disciplined and less attuned to the this sort of power was the best chance everybody has. So we get another battle royal. Right. But this time we have Thanos on the side of the angels. Right. Uh, it's like your only chance to not not fall victim to her wrath is join with us. Yep. And and you know, it's one of those I may be uh crazy but I'm not insane moments. Or I may be insane but I'm not crazy. Right. Uh, because he knows that you don't come back from having tortured somebody and not granted them the death that they so longed for. Mm-hmm. Once you do that to somebody, you're pretty much in their sights. And they're and, not going to rest until they have their revenge. And now, once she figures it out, she can end your existence with a thought. Yes. So, time to go to work. <laughs> And they do. And uh, they end up uh, defeating her um, quicker than they did him. Because she's confused. Yes. And but but uh, Adam Warlock ends up with the Infinity Gauntlet, which was the long-term plan the entire time. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because at the end, he's basically asked, well, what's the difference between you having it or Thanos having it? And he goes, well, it's the death you know, more or less. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between anybody having it? All of a sudden, he became very philosophical. Yes. The right thing to do is to destroy the damn thing, scatter the stones to to the four corners or the six corners of the of infinity, so it never happens again. Mm-hmm. Nope, he keeps it. He keeps it. Because well, I, I'm Adam Morlock, and I can handle this. Better than you are. Um, right. So that is the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. What did you think? Of it? I thought it was fun. You hadn't read it before, had you? I Up until this point, no. Okay. I mean, I, I was aware of the gist of it. Right, okay. But, yeah, I hadn't actually read the series until now. Um, okay, fair enough. And, yeah, I mean, it was it was okay. It was, it was cheesy, cheesy, over-the-top kind of fun. For, for what it was... It's one of the better ones mm-hmm. um, of, of, like we had mentioned, Crisis on 
these printed earths um you know uh, wars wars zero hour um what was that crappy one with the wave rider that ec did oh um infinite crisis no no one where dove became a super villain oh because or hawk became identity crisis nope nope Nope. final crisis it wasn't a crisis it was a a summer event and all the annuals usually what happens in these things is is over the summer when all the annuals are released they have a a story arc Mm-hmm. That, that kind of goes meta throughout all the animals, animals, annuals. Um, and then they have bookended a couple of issues of, of the meta arc. So you, you kind of get an idea of what's going on. Mm-hmm. In this one, um, Wave Rider comes from the future because one of the, the heroes of the DC universe has become the ultimate evil. The monarch is what he was called. Mm-hmm. It's all the annuals tell these what if stories. Um, it was it the Flash, and they tell the Flash's future history, and then they tell blah blah blah. And it was Hawk. It wasn't Dove. It was Hawk. Yeah, it was Hawk. And I can't remember what it was called. It was dumb as shit. Um, they did the same thing with Eclipso around mm-hmm. the same time. That was dumb. Um, mo- and most of them are really dumb. This one was was better than um, mainly maybe because it was a mini series, and there there definitely were tie-ins to it. Um, I have a, I have the the first printing of it collected, and it gives you a list in the back of suggested reading: uh, Doctor Strange, Incredible Hulk, Quasar, Sleepwalker, and Silver Surfer issues. Right, uh, we're supposed to tie in to that that storyline. So it definitely was an event. It's just a better event than most of the events that happened around that time. Like Armageddon, two thousand one. That's the one. Armageddon, two thousand one. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Um, I read there was a there were two or three more after this, right? Um, that they they ran every year. Yeah, because you can't introduce introduce something like the Infinity Gauntlet and not have it re- be recurring. Right. Oh, and they had um they had an Adam Street or Adam Warlock series called Infinity Watch that came out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all sorts of things, and none of that really interested me. Uh, I think out of all the Infinity Gauntlet War stories that came out, this is probably the highlight of them. Um, I I might be wrong. It's been, pardon me. It's been a while since I've read any of them but this one definitely has that classic marvel let's take our top top tier heroes throw them against something like completely ridiculously overpowered mm-hmm. and uh maybe we'll change a little bit of aspect of continuity to you know as a bonus right but they really didn't because no i mean you you had i guess you had um the infinity watch series came out of this just like you had um the spider-man's black costume come out of and venom came out of secret wars mm-hmm. not like earth shattering anything nothing huge came out of it but it was enough right yeah um i will say that you know just some of the if you just read the six issues of the miniseries it can be a little bit confusing because you have no idea why shit's happening mm-hmm. do a little bit of explanation but it's not really sufficient right um, yeah marvel marvel has always been um really interested with continuity yeah and all of these all of these event storylines that they've ever done secret wars secret wars 2 you know there are you know even the big x-men ones uh mutant massacre things like that right they they run them through all of the titles mm-hmm. and each writer of every title is a given like they compartmentalize it everybody gets a little bit of the story yeah and and, and you definitely have like like uh six months of a build-up mm-hmm. to these events and if you don't get that six months of build-up you're kind of left in the lurch a little bit mm-hmm. and that now nowadays that's not as bad because everything's collected Right, uh, but back in the day, you know, something that yeah, there were you you couldn't go down three months later and grab the trade paperbacks and because right. who was who was reading Silver Surfer at the time? Right, I, I 
I was actually looking online for a lot of these for the storylines, and they're not reprinted. Mm-hmm. Not the not the ones that matter to to this to the Infinity Gauntlet. They're not reprinted. Why? Because you know who cares? Nobody cared. I'm sure they'll get reprinted now that the movie's out. But right, they'll have like they'll have a big omnibus of the Infinity Saga. Right, but I mean, you know, up until then, when if and when that happens, you. It, it's hard to, to get the um, the source material. Mm-hmm. But it's also the same type of uh, practice that they that Marvel Pictures was doing throughout the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Each film was adding more and adding more and adding more. Right. And you to, get, like to little... get to Infinity War, you, you really had to watch the other 13 films. Actually, don't films. you just have to watch the end credit? Sometimes. To, to get through it? Well, I mean, you had the, the, the Thor films. You know, the second Thor film was all about the reality stone. Okay, that's you, know, and you had the first Captain America film. Had uh, the Tesseract, the power gem. Right. Well, wasn't that Avengers? Didn't that also have that in there? Yeah. 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 Guardians had one of them. The Power Stone. Yeah. Oh, was that still the Power Stone? Yeah, that was the Power Stone, the purple one. Okay. So we have we accounted for all of these in Marvel films? I believe the only one not having seen Infinity War, I believe the only one unaccounted for up until this point, up until the release of Infinity War, was the Soul Stone. Okay, which is. Uh, what what about Guardians of the Galaxy two? Nope. No, not the nope. end. Not in the not, not in the, the post credits or anything like that. Guardians of the Galaxy two because they had delved more into the um, they had the cocoon. And, yeah, which is supposed to be Adam Warlock. I, I'm guessing. Yeah, but yeah, they didn't say anything about Soul Stones or anything like that. They uh, did the Celestials arc with Ego, the Living Planet, being right. Star-Lord's dad. Right. Rather than uh, Jason of Spartax. Right. Which is what you would like to believe in the, in the first movie, right? Mm. Kind of. Well, I guess if you... Well, uh, whatever. Uh, you're just led to believe that his parentage is uh, got to be uh, cosmic. Is that where... See, that's where your knowledge of the comics kind of betrays you. Because you are assuming comic continuity and you get different continuity in the movie. Mm-hmm. So. You do, but that was still the same type of storytelling style. Yes, yes. Where, I where, where I you won't disagree with you. Yeah, leaking little bits and pieces here and there, right? Leading up until this point, yeah. and because yeah, there was no, there were no introductions for any of the characters. No, not at all. In, in and Infinity if you Ball. weren't, if you hadn't been reading Silver Surfer from the year prior, mm-hmm. you're you're like who? Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck is you might know Thanos because he had appeared before in um in Captain Marvel and mm-hmm. in the Avengers. Right. Um, but Drax the Destroyer. Silver Surfer. Oh, he was in event he was in the Avengers too. Right, because he was he was he was brought back to to oppose Thanos. Mm-hmm. And that was his thing. Um, okay, but Gamora. This is before the new Guardians of the Galaxy lineup. So who the fuck is that? Pip the Troll, who the fuck is that? Adam Warlock, who the fuck is that? Right. I mean, outside of your standard Marvel fair, a lot of the, the players are who the fuck is that? Right. And unless you were reading everything. Yeah. And, and in 1990, there was a lot of shit to read. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you had a, I mean, you could take out a loan on your house to follow everything. That's right. Avengers, West Coast Avengers, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, Web of Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Peter so, Parker, the Amazing Spider-Man. If you actually want a list <laughs> of, of all of the, the Marvel com- titles, the Marvel titles that were out in 1990. Hold on, because I have it right here. Okay. All right. Are you ready? 1990. The Cosmic Heroes, Fantastic Four, Guardians of the Galaxy, Quasar, Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. Um, the street level heroes Amazing Spider-Man, Cloak and Dagger Daredevil, Ghost Rider, Mark Spector Moon Knight, Punisher, War Journal, Punisher Spectacular Spider-Man, Spider-Man And Web of Spider-Man mm. X-Men, you had Excalibur Mutants, Uncanny X-Men, Wolverine And X-Factor 
Then Alpha Flight, Avengers, Avengers Spotlight, Avengers West Coast, Captain America, Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man, Marvel Comics Presents, Marvel Fanfare, Marvel, um, uh, Marvel Superheroes, Namor, New Warriors, Nick Fury, Power Pack, Sensational She-Hulk, Thor, and uh, Axe of Vengeance, which is Spider-Man. Anyway, that's a lot of stuff. Right. And we didn't even go into Fantastic Four, did we? Uh, Fantastic Four had their own comic, yes. Right. They, they, they were considered the cosmic hero. Oh, they were? I didn't oh. hear them on the list. And I believe The Thing had a solo comic going on at the time, too. And you had Deathlock in 91 came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, then that's just the folks that were involved in this storyline. The people who were dead and not appeared. Right. Not to mention Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- there's a lot to keep track of. A lot to keep track of. And yeah, this didn't involve everything, but how many people were reading Silver Surfer at the time? Right. Which is really w- what you were supposed to be keeping track of to get to this. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. So that is it. That is Infinity Gauntlet. Yes. 1991 six-issue miniseries. And half a movie that's out right now. And half, right, half of the film. Well, I think the film covers half of this, right? Um, I'm not really sure. And and apparently Thanos doesn't want spoilers. Yeah, well, we won't spoil it for anyone because if you're going to go see the movie, go enjoy the movie. You could spoil it for me if you want, though. Right. <laughs> I will. Because <laughs> this is. Can you really spoil something that you're not going to see? Is that spoiling it? Can you really spoil something that's based on a 27-year-old comic book where certain things have to happen? Right. You know, because so you can nod to that comic story. Right. I, I do understand there's a lot of traumatic death of um, of characters. Right. In this, in this, I don't know who. Don't really care in this film. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, some of the some of the feedback or some of the posts I'm getting on Facebook are, are like over the top. Like I can't believe that. I'm still processing. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but like, okay. Well, and Nick Nicario, I've seen it twice in two days. So anyway, that's our show for this week. Join us next time. We'll be talking uh, Legend by David Gemmel. Yeah. Yeah. Back back into the uh, fantasy. There we go. And until then, keep 30 luck points. 